0: This is The Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama, unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice.
1: There were six Jewish groups in Central Alabama who received bomb threats via email over the weekend. The Jewish Federation of Central Alabama has identified those temples and synagogues as being located in Dothan, Selma, Montgomery, and Auburn. Jewish leaders at those places of worship contacted authorities about the threats that were given. Police then used canine units to check the facilities for any dangers before services were held on Saturday. The origins of the threats are yet to be determined. Alabama Congressman Gary Palmer is weighing in on the recent impeachment inquiry against Joe Biden. Palmer spoke about all of this on News Nation.
2: The president also denying evidence every time he's lobbed a question about it. Uh, sir sir, I think to regular, everyday American people, it seems like there's either evidence mm-hmm. or there's not. What's the disconnect here?
3: Well, I think it's pretty obvious if there was no evidence, there would, would have been no reason for President Biden to lie continually about his uh, knowledge of what uh, Hunter Biden was doing, his involvement uh, with Hunter Biden, his interaction with Hunter Biden and his business associates and the people he was involved with in terms of uh, uh, foreign uh uh, dignitaries and, and business people. So, if if there was nothing to see there, there would have been no reason to lie about it. And and they've repeatedly lied about it.
1: Palmer also weighed in on whether Hunter Biden should be held in contempt of Congress for not showing up to a House Oversight Committee deposition.
3: He he needs to be deposed, and that's um, that's an opportunity for him to explain his side of the thing without the the glare of the TV lights and and cameras and. He had uh, an opportunity to do that with his lawyer. At a minimum, he could have come in and taken the fifth on every question, but he didn't. And and in terms of uh, contempt of Congress, I think what he did was he showed contempt of the American people. The, I, I honestly believe they think the American people are too dumb to understand what's going on here. Uh, but if the polls are any indication, they're not fooling anyone.
1: And regarding Congressman Gary Palmer, he does have a challenger in this year's Republican primary. Garrick Wilkins is a businessman who spoke on News Talk 93.1 out of Montgomery with Joey Clark, saying that he was surprised to find that Palmer voted to pass the National Defense Authorization Act for 2024.
0: I was flabbergasted that Gary Palmer voted yes for this. I think it's a slap in the face to Alabama values. I mean, I don't think people realize that he voted to, to fund taxpayer-funded abortions, and spying on Americans. I mean, this is a Democratic ploy. This is not what conservative Republicans in, in Alabama want. I mean, it is astonishing to see him trying to justify this in such a way. There are so many issues with this bill. Uh, I mean, we're continuing to fund the Biden-Palmer-Ukraine war, uh, when we can't even address these issues at the border, and then they're, then they're clouding, oh, we gave our troops a raise. We gave them 5%. We should be giving them 30% like the original bill had. I mean, it's not even keeping up with inflation. It's just atrocious to see what's going on here. I mean, we need true conservatives in Congress and not these bought-for rhinos who are trying to appease special interests.
1: One state senator is bound and determined to address the state health officer issue in the upcoming 2024 legislative session. State Senator Sam Gavan plans to file a bill that limits the emergency powers of the state health officer, and he says he will continue to offer that bill despite the fact that there were recent rule changes in the ADPH that requires the state health officer to receive direct consent, approval and signature from the governor before issuing any emergency action. The ADPH admits that this recent rule change was a preemptive move in order to get ahead of Gavan and keep him from getting the state legislature involved. Gavan is unmoved by this recent rule change at the ADPH and says he'll still offer the bill and has dozens of co-sponsors wanting to be a part of this offering. Two cases of chronic wasting disease have been confirmed in northwest Alabama. The Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources says the disease was found in two white-tailed deer in Lauderdale County, They were harvested by hunters. It brings a total to five cases found since January of 2022 in Lauderdale and Colbert counties. Mandatory sampling and testing of any harvested deer will be held on January 6th and 7th. The Alabama Department of Conservation says that one of the most important aspects of their tracking of the disease are the samples that are provided by hunters. Reeds Across America conducted its annual tradition of laying a Christmas wreath of winter greenery on the graves of those who have served their country There were hundreds of volunteers who showed up at the Alabama National Cemetery this past Saturday in order to help place a wreath. A ceremony with music and prayer was first held before the honoring process. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, there are three House committees that have been engaged in the impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden up until this point. The House Ways and Means, the Oversight, and the Judiciary Committee. Over the weekend, the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, Jason Smith, had an extensive discussion on the Fox Business Channel about last week's press conference that was held by Hunter Biden and one particular man who was present at that event,
2: whose name is Kevin Morris. He's an individual that has came up repeatedly amongst the IRS whistleblowers that came before our committee, of an individual that we need to bring forward and ask questions to. We've been working with Kevin Morris' attorney to bring him in, but they told us that he is out of the country on vacation between Thanksgiving and New Year's. However, it sure doesn't look like he's out of the country. And what's so important for us to get to the details there is the IRS whistleblowers um, have highlighted where Kevin Morris paid almost $2 million of Hunter Biden's taxes, plus an additional almost $3 million just to subsidize Hunter Biden's lifestyle. What's also important is these IRS whistleblowers released an email from Kevin Morris to Hunter Biden's tax preparer three weeks before Super Tuesday in 2020, saying that they must pay these tax returns or there will be great political risk. The only political risk is Joe Biden. And that's exactly why the irs whistleblowers wanted to look into campaign finance crimes in a joe biden's campaign but the justice department has refused to do that
1: and the west virginia secretary of state mac warner first made headlines recently when he was part of a gubernatorial primary debate in which warner is running and the discussion turned towards the 2020 election warner said without hesitation that the election was stolen from donald trump and that the cia was to blame He also brought up the 51 retired intelligence agency officials who signed a statement months before the 2020 election in which they called the Hunter Biden laptop contents nothing but Russian disinformation. Recently on the newly created Vigilant News Network, Warner expanded further on the statements he made about the 2020 election.
4: What we saw in six or seven of those swing states, we saw problems and we saw where election officials stepped outside their authority in the law that's called ultra virus. You're acting without authority. And so, when you start accepting ballots three days after an election is over, when the state all says that ballots have to be in by election day, when you start using unsupervised drop boxes, accepting ballots without signatures, and uh, those sorts of things, and I, I will like to would like to mention just this recent Rasmussen poll that came out that said you know up to twenty percent of the people that voted by mail in one way or another either cheated or fraudulently um, cast those ballots, and some ten percent or whatever it was were paid. To, to cast about it. This was not the most secure election. In fact, I think we're starting to unveil that there was a lot of problems with this election. And I will put into the context that I was asked a yes or no question on that uh, evening of the, of the debate last week. Um, and so I was channeled either yes or no. If I had said no, I would have not been true to myself, true to the voters. I'm the chief elections officer for the state of West Virginia. I have a military background, I've taken O's in a number of scenarios. One of them at West Point, where a cadet will not latch, eat or steal or tolerate those who do.
1: In the state of Florida, there is a sordid story developing of which the details are not suitable for young ears that might be listening right now. So take that as a, a word to the wise. The Republican Party there has suspended its chairman and are also demanding that he step down. The emergency meeting was held this past weekend regarding Christian Ziegler. Ziegler is now under investigation by police following rape accusations by a woman who was sexually involved with Ziegler and Ziegler's wife, Bridget, in a menage a trois. Bridget also happens to be the co-founder of Moms for Liberty, and she is now under fire for being against the LGBTQ agenda in schools, but also being part of this type of sexual activity. The accuser says that the sexual assault occurred this past October when Christian Ziegler arrived at the woman's apartment without his wife. Ziegler says it was a consensual encounter. And since we seem to be going down the sexually sordid lane, unfortunately, and hopefully this recording is still being heard by adult ears only, a congressional aide for Democrat Senator Ben Cardin in Washington, D.C., is now out of a job after a pornographic video was posted within the Senate Judiciary Room. The video was actually made in that room of two homosexual men engaging in sexual activity on the desks where the senators sit during their judiciary hearings the video was first uncovered by the Daily Caller. It was apparently leaked from a private group of gay men in politics after it was posted on their chat line. Senator Cardin's office has announced that the aide no longer works for that senator and that no more comments on the issue will be given. Also happening quietly over the weekend in Arlington National Cemetery, the Reconciliation Monument was removed. The Confederate monument was erected 109 years ago in 1914 to honor the post-Civil War reconciliation and national unity. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow.